You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. How do you provide balance in your life between your work and your personal life? Now, this is a really good question. I make my personal life a priority. Why? Because my personal life is the place that gives me the opportunity to relax, to process, right? To have that minute and that moment to myself. And I need that. And the way that I make sure that that's happening is I put my personal life and my priorities first before anything. It's the girl CEO show. Run it up. Always on the grind, you already know what's up. Everything from dating and life in the business. Covering it all like a boss, come and get this. It's the Girl CEO Show. Yeah. Hey, Girl CEOs, welcome to the Girl CEO Show, the playground for female entrepreneurs. And this is one of my favorite segments because I get to solve some problems for all of my listeners and viewers. So, are y'all ready? Okay, let's go. All right, our first question is from at scattered TXK on Instagram. And this question is a question that we, you know, we, we hear a lot. And it is, Ronnie, how do you stay disciplined? Well, the first thing that we need to do when we are trying to stay disciplined, best friends, is that we have to create healthy habits, okay? You know how when you're working out, they say that 90 days, after 90 days, you have that habit, you're locked in, um, it is a part of your routine, and you're good to go. Well, it's the same thing when building a business. What should that routine and what does that routine look like for you? Is it waking up every day, doing your prayer, doing your workout, starting to jump into your business, checking those emails and doing things that actually grow your company, right? Income producing activities, okay? So I want you to ask yourself, what does that look like? Whatever that is, whatever that routine is that you want for yourself, I want you to write that down and I want you to practice doing that for two weeks. And then after two weeks, I want you to practice doing it for one month. And after one month, I want you to get to that second month, okay? And after that second month, we go to that third month, okay? Routines are the things that take our business to the next level. You know, I said earlier, you can succeed at anything. Literally, you guys probably think I'm just talking, but if you are consistent, you will succeed, okay? Consistency will take you further than talent. And I know a whole lot of people that are extremely talented. And when I say extremely, I mean extremely. You ever meet somebody and you're like, man, how is this person not successful? How is this person not thriving in abundance right now? They're so good at what they do. Well, most of the time, it's because they're not consistent. They're good at what, they're, at what they do, but they're not consistent at what they're doing. So I want you to start with small habits, maybe one to two, uh, incorporate those things into your day. And then I want you to go from trying to do that one day to trying to do it three days and trying to do it for one week, two weeks, and then one month, two months, and three months. And then you'll look up and you're like, okay, you know, I'm disciplined now. This is a habit. I've incorporated this into my life. And things are really, really changing, 
you know, in my business. This next question is private is how to reduce emotions in sales. And this is a really good question because let me just say that sales can be so scary. You know, it can be so scary for people. It can be a big turnoff for others. And some of us, we're like, I want to be successful. I want to grow this company, but I don't want to be a salesperson. How many of you all hate sales? Well, it is completely normal to hate sales. Sales is just not for everyone, but believe it or not, everyone has to do it in some shape, form, or fashion. Most of the time, we don't even realize that we are selling when we're selling, you know? Uh, But we will have to sell. You sell yourself to your job, you know, you sell yourself to your friends, you sell yourself to the person that you're with, right? You're like showing them, hey, I deserve this place in your life. These are the things that I bring to your life. This is the value that I'm adding. So you will always be in a business of sales. But when it comes to taking the emotions out of sales, you know, the biggest thing that I suggest is understanding that you are in this position to help a person. And we often get emotional with sales when we are focused too much on the end goal, right? Am I closing this deal? Am I getting this person to say yes? Did I complete the sale? And that is just that mindset and that way of looking at things. It can really discourage you. It can really make you hate sales um, and it can really rub you the wrong way. So the way that I take my emotions out of sales is I am always thinking about how can I help this person change their life? How does this product or this service truly help other people. And when I get out of a forceful, pushy, salesy, am I gonna close the deal mindset? And when I transition over to, I have something that these people need. You know, there's a problem that I am gonna solve here that's going to help them elevate to the next level in their life in some shape, form, or fashion, my emotions were out of it, okay? And then I, and I wanna stress this. You have to be careful when you enter the sales season and you have to make sure that you are emotionally ready before you enter sales. And when I say emotionally ready, I mean, you can't be getting worked up. You can't be upset. You can't be frustrated. And I normally see a lot of this when people are in a desperate space in their life, okay? The worst thing you can do is jump into a sales position or a sales business or a sales job when you are at a low point and you are in a dire need for income. Why? Why are you saying this, Ronnie? Well, I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. (laughs) When you are in a desperate place in life and you get into sales and you don't have the experience, you can become a very angry person right? You can become a very heartless person. You can become a very cold person because at that point in time, you are just trying to close that deal and you are trying to get that sale and nothing matters because you are in survival mode. So never enter the sales business when you are in survival mode. I can always tell when I'm meeting someone and they're in survival mode. You know, they're trying to pay a bill or get out of a tight situation or, you know, that one sale will determine if they can stay in their apartment or their home or whatever the case may be. And it's rough and it's tough. And, you know, they may be leaving a a job that's paying them an hourly salary or a salary overall. And they're coming over here to a commission-based business and they're hungry and they're depleted and they're nervous and they're afraid. So you wanna slowly enter sales. You want to make sure that you are confident, that you believe in whatever it is that you're selling. And you always wanna go into it with the mindset of, I am helping, I am serving, I'm helping someone get to that next level, problems are being solved here. And when you feel that way, you will literally see and feel your confidence start to shift. And believe it or not, other people will feel that from you as well. Because when you're in panic mode selling, people can feel it. And you don't want people to feel that, all right? The next question is from Liz B. 
the Perdomo, I'm sorry if I screwed that up, uh, 14 over on Instagram, it says, how often do you post on all your social platforms? Well, let's start from the beginning. You know, right now I'll probably post maybe once a day on social. And then there are some times where I may post every other day on my social platforms. And that's because I have built my community um, over the course of 10 years, okay? 10 plus years. So you're talking to the 10 plus year me who has been on social media, who has grown a really big community versus someone who is starting out. When I was starting out, I was posting at least two to three times a day. I was going live, I was DMing people. I was really heavy um, and to reaching out to people on a consistent basis because I was really trying to grow my company, okay? So I would 100% suggest sitting down and figuring out what works for you. And I will also say that when I was posting then, it was way different <laughs> from now. You know, everything is changing. We had the algorithm change. People aren't seeing you the way they used to. You wanna hit different achievements online to get that photo or that video more visible. So, you know, you may not wanna post a reel, but you may feel like a reel is gonna get you better reach, right? Right now, I think that things are just really changing. It's more on the value and the information that you are offering people versus how much you're posting. We're getting to a place where people are just posting, 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 posting to say that they're staying relevant when it comes to the algorithm. And I just personally don't think that this is how this is working anymore. I think that posting five to 10 times a day isn't going to grow you the way you think it is. I think that posting one valuable post that people are actually gonna share, engage with, and really have a high level interaction will grow you faster than just posting every minute, every second, um, and just throwing stuff out there because you're trying to keep up with this quote unquote algorithm. So sit down, think about how you are going to post. Are you gonna take the time to create valuable content or do you just wanna put some things out there? I suggest doing value posts. If you're gonna do value posts, um, a post a day should be good if it's really valuable, okay? Um, or if you want to just say, hey, let me play around, see what's trending, throw some things out there. You may have to do the two, two posts a day, but I personally, I like, I'm more into value posts right now. The value posts are what's really working for me, okay? This next question is from Brosia Brown. Uh, her question is, how do I appropriately monetize my social media while being a mom? Okay, this is a really good question. Uh, believe it or not, there are so many people who do not have their monetization tools turned on. You know, right now, Instagram has a feature where if you do reels, people can actually send you a gift. Well, people do not go into their settings and go into their creator uh, section, turn on that monetization feature so that they can be sent gifts and gifts are money on Instagram. So the first thing you wanna do is make sure you have that monetization set up. Another thing is if your community is large enough, you wanna go ahead and turn that subscribers on, give people some behind the scenes, take them with you on the journey. People really enjoy seeing that. Okay, they love it, love it, love it. And you can monetize that as well. You know, you can start your subscription for as little as $1.99 to as high as I believe $100, okay? So making sure you have your subscribers only on as well, okay? Another thing that I don't think people are aware of is how much money is being made on Facebook. Y'all, I have to talk about this because no one is really talking about Facebook and how Facebook is monetizing right now, but 
You can literally make money on Facebook by writing statuses with the bonuses and those things are still out there. They're still working. Um, even with people being able to send you stars from your videos, uh, that is happening over on Facebook as well. Even subscriptions is happening um, on Facebook, ads being inserted into your videos, that's happening over on Facebook. So there are just so many different ways that you can monetize. If you grow your community large enough, because we don't talk about how to monetize with the community. The goal is to get the presence and then being able to monetize that presence is what's gonna really help you make the money. So if you grow your audience large enough, you can even charge for shout outs and reposts. And not many of us think of that because we're like, man, no one wants to advertise with me. I only have 5,000 followers. I only have 10,000 followers. Well, the name of the game in business is to get more visibility. So if you have an audience and you are working to grow your audience, you can even turn around and do some shout out stuff on social media, okay? Um, of course, you guys, you know, we have real plays that are happening. You can make money from reels right now. You can have people send you those gifts like we discussed. Um, you can also go ahead and turn your subscriptions on. If you're at that place, there are so many different ways to monetize right now. And I think that we need to start tapping into this because this digital creator and creator tagline is going crazy for a reason. Creating content is not easy, but people think it's so easy until it's time to do it. And they see the amount of work that has to be put into this content to really make it all come together. So 100% turn all those features on get your coins, grow your community, and then monetize them on the back end, okay? The next one is they the Ayla J. She says, what are some content creation slash social media presence building tips? The first thing I'm gonna say when it comes to growing your presence is to be present. And I know that is like, what the hell, Ronnie? Yeah, but like, you gotta be present. If you want to grow your presence, it requires you to be present. And so often we start posting online, we start putting out content, we start making reels, we start engaging, and then you guys just straight disappear. You go in the witness protection program, right? No one knows where you are. You are off the map. <laughs> you, you're taking these breaks or whatever you have going on. And then you're, then you come back and you're like, you're selling something. Well, let me just say this. And I know you guys will agree. How often is it that you will purchase something from someone and then you just see them disappear for three to six months? Would you purchase something from them if they're always on and off? And every time they come back, then there's another sale and then there's an offer. Then they just disappear for months again and they just pop up. I personally would not trust you. I would not feel secure, okay? I would not be okay with swiping my card and giving you my money. So believe it or not, other people feel the same way, all right? So the first thing I'm gonna say is be present. The next thing I'm gonna say is be authentic. Be yourself. Right now, everyone is trying to figure out what's trendy. Uh, there's a lot of duplication going on because it's like, oh, this is trending, let me do this, right? But you have to be inspired, but also take the time to make things your own, okay? It is 100% okay to look at what's trendy, what reels are trending, but think about ways that you can make those things your own through your authentic voice. So the authenticity is really, truly gonna cause you to stand out. And then I wanna go into some business, like some business ways to like grow your presence there. Um, so many people sleep on the power of customer testimonials. Why? They're not cool. They're not trendy. A lot of people don't engage with them. They don't get a lot of likes. They don't get a lot of shares, but they do create relationships with your customers. They do give them a whole lot of visibility and they do create sales, okay? So sometimes we're not doing what's trendy, all right? We're doing what's gonna bring the income into the business 
what's going to build a relationship with our customers. And we need to start sharing these customer testimonials. All right. So when it comes to growing that social presence, testimonials, who are you serving? What do these people currently feel about your services and your offers? How have you helped them? How have you made a difference in their life? Let's start sharing that stuff. People do want to know. People do want to see. People love to see that stuff and it helps them just feel more comfortable even before making a purchase from you. All right, let me just be very honest with you guys. And I'm sure so many of you all believe and you do this as well. Before I go on Amazon, I'll look at a product, okay? And before I purchase that product, the first thing that I do is I look at the reviews. And I'm looking to see what other people are saying. I'm looking to hear their experiences. And if there are a ton of positive reviews, you better believe that I'm 100% more likely to purchase that product based on those reviews, okay? Another content creation uh, presence building tip is to go live. Most of the people who follow me, they found me on live. I probably was there having a good time, acting crazy, laughing, um, but also adding value <laughs> at the same time. Lives have connected me with so many people. I didn't have to have a script. I can just get on, start talking, connect with people. And I've grown so many relationships from that. So if you are not utilizing your live, which so many people do not do because they're afraid that if they get on and no one is on, they're gonna look like a complete crazy person. And so they just never do it. And if they do do it and they get on and there's one person on, the minute that one person drops off, they end the live and they're like, I'm not doing this. But here's the thing. If you are afraid of getting in front of a camera and you are afraid of going live, and you get on that live and there is not this huge audience on there, I want you to treat that live like a YouTube, okay? It's gonna remain on your page. Heck, you can even download it and put it on YouTube. But I want you to remember that there are gonna be people who come across that piece of content later on. And although they may not have been able to get on the live, they may catch that content at any given time. So we need to stay on there, we don't need to end the live. We don't need to back out. We don't need to forget about it. And we don't need to beat ourselves up. We need to do it, keep it moving, and then go on with the rest of our day, okay? So those are just some of the tools. Um, I'll add one more in there that I see happen a lot. You know, We get to a place on social media where we're like, okay, I'm too cool to respond to people. Some, of, some people are like this, but not everyone. We have people that are commenting under our photos and we're just too, we're so busy, you know? I'm too busy to comment back. Well, something that I did that really allowed me to connect with my audience is, sis is gonna comment back. I am gonna say something back. I'm gonna engage with you. I'm gonna talk to you. And that alone has made such a big difference with my community and with my customer base. So make sure that you take the time to respond to people when they are commenting, when they're saying things on your pictures and your photos, even if it's a double tap of their comment, let them know that you see them because believe it or not, it goes a very long way. This next question is from at hot coaching um, on Instagram. The question is, Ronnie, when do you feel it is the right time to hire someone for PR? All right, this is one of those questions. <laughs> Let me just say this. We have to know what PR is, okay? PR has a responsibility. And that responsibility is to help you communicate more effectively with people who are reaching out to you as far as press, okay? PR's responsibility is not to bring the people to you and bring uh, you to the forefront, it is for them to showcase you based on the audience that you already have. Now, what I see from you know a lot of entrepreneurs is getting someone in PR and thinking that that person is gonna blow your brand up, blow your business up. Um, and 
that could very well be um, a small contribution, maybe getting people or to notice you or bringing the awareness to your brand, but they are not going to, it is not their responsibility to make you famous, okay? You should already have people inquiring, um, just really asking questions about your brand, booking you for television. When I was working with my PR team, the television people were reaching out to me and then I would refer them to my PR person to handle that. Bird says to me like, okay, what you got this month? What you got this month? What you got this month? I will wait until I got to a certain point in my business financially. I might have a little more credibility before I spent and invested on PR. PR is not cheap and I don't expect it to be cheap because it takes a lot of work. Okay, sending out your pitch decks to different companies, different businesses, uh, all of those things, it takes a lot of time. So you have to find a PR person that is right for you, um, but also understands where you are in this season of business, all right? Next question is, by, is from by Nay underscore by N-E-A-A. She says, Ronnie, how do you provide balance in your life between your work and your personal life? Now, this is a really good question. I make my personal life a priority. Why? Because my personal life is the place that gives me the opportunity to relax, to process, right? To have that minute and that moment to myself. And I need that. And the way that I make sure that that's happening is I put my personal life and my priorities first before anything. Even when it comes to my schedule, my family, my me time, my children, they they come first. Nothing is going to come before that, okay? And I've learned how to turn it off and I and turn it on, okay? I used to stay up to five, six o'clock in the morning when I was trying to hit these goals, the sun would be coming out and I would be going to bed. And then I realized that God was not going to reward me for that because that was also a reflection of me not trusting him, but thinking that the things that were happening in my life were solely tied to my work ethic. Now, don't get me wrong. We are responsible for some level of our success. But you can't say, trust. I trust you, God, and you're afraid to take your hands off the wheel in your business. You can't say, I trust you, God, but you're afraid to go at your own pace versus what everyone else is doing. You can't say, oh, I trust you, God, but God is telling you to take a break, slow down, reevaluate this business, and you're not listening. It just does not work that way, all right? So the balance is key. The balance is key, knowing how to put those boundaries in place, knowing how to say my favorite word, okay? My favorite word is no, now, okay? Once you master that power of no, your life is going to change, all right? I hope that answers your question. Hey, girl CEOs, this show is being brought to you by Holistic, your number one plant-based beauty and feminine care brand for women who prioritize self-care, one and all, but prefer it delivered. Go shop now and use code SELFCARE to get 15% off at www.shopherlistic.com. All right, this is good. Entra underscore B-E-E on Instagram says, hey, Ronnie, what are some good tips on reinventing your life? Ooh, honey, let me just say this. This reinventing stage, it happens about every five years. <laughs> so, just get prepared. Um, I will definitely suggest thinking about what you're listening to. What are you consuming, okay? And once it's time to reinvent your life, you're going to start consuming different things. When I was in my life versus... 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Since reinventing my life and trying to become a better person, I didn't care what type of music was being played in the car, right? I didn't care what type of food I was eating that day. Right? But when I made a decision that I was reinventing my life, I had to hold myself accountable. What are you listening to? Are you listening to podcasts or are you listening to rappers talk about how much money they have, what kind of car they're driving, but not telling you how to do any of those things? Okay. So I had to make a shift. Now when I'm riding around, I want to listen to education, inspiration, and day-to-day strategies on ways to grow my business. Now I might turn on a little music if I'm going to the gym, if I, you know, need to turn up a little bit on a bad day. But overall, what I will tell you is that reinventing yourself starts with personal development. Okay. What are you eating? How often are you going to bed? Right? How is your prayer life? Because sometimes, baby, life will get to going good and we're not even praying. But prior to that good thing happening, prior to that great life, we were on our knees. We were praying. We were thanking God for the job that we just walked away from. All of those things above. So when you ask me questions like, hey, Ronnie, how are you doing this? It is because I know my limit. And you have to know your limit and you have to come up with your limit and you have to stay firm and stand firm on that limit. Because the thing about business is when people see that you're overly flexible, they'll take advantage of that. All right. You'll find yourself doing this and this and that and that and this. And then you go home and you are 100% burnt out. Okay. So reinvent your life, make some new friends, focus on your confidence and who you are and just enjoy it. This is the perfect time. I tell people all the time, when you get into a season when you feel like, hey, like I need to reinvent my life, that is probably the best season that you've been in so far because every five years we wake up and we say, okay, I think it's time for me to reinvent my life, okay? Next question is from Impact underscore fitness. This question is hardest boundary for you to implement when it comes to your business and personal relationships. Ooh, this is a serious question. The thing that has been very hard for me when it comes to boundaries with my business and personal relationships is allowing business people 
to get a little too close to me before realizing that there is no personal relationship. There is just business. That's the first thing. Thinking that there was a relationship, thinking that we were close, thinking that, you know, that that feeling was mutual and it wasn't. It wasn't. And that's a hurtful way to learn, but you have to learn that in life, okay? Um, Another thing for me is keeping the people who work for me out of my personal day-to-day life. And the reason being is like, I'm just very open. I'm very social. So I really had to learn to draw the line because once you blur the line, you blur the respect. And once you blur the respect, the work ethic starts to change when people don't feel like they respect you that much. So I 100% was saying, you want to make sure that the boundaries are in place with your employees and that you're acting like a CEO versus a friend. Because if you don't, the disrespect will come back to haunt you 10 times over. <laughs> okay. 10 times over. Okay. 10 times over. This next question is um, from Romania. Baya. She says, Hey, Ronnie. I have a skincare line. What topics can I speak on to gain an audience to connect? So you should be sharing benefits of skincare. What does it do? Does it help with hyperpigmentation? Does it reduce breakouts and acne? Um, Does it remove fine lines? You should be posting this stuff on a consistent basis. You should be going live, showing your product. You should be mailing your product out to influencers. If you're new and you're trying to get a big start, there are so many different things that you can do if you want to grow um, this, this brand, okay? And you can speak on several topics. Why you got started? Great topic. Why did you start this thing? What were your obstacles, all right? What were the transitional moments in that period? And what is the outcome today? This is one of many different types of content that you can create. All right, next question is from Blue Chip 302 This question is, will you and how will you implement AI into your future business? I love this question. I am using a lot of AI technology right now. I'm looking for the one that has your face and your voice and it can talk for you so that I can stay in the bed with my, with my pajamas on. No, but seriously, I'm, I'm using it for automation. I'm using it for project management. Um, I am using it for like video stuff, video editing, voice stuff. Uh, we're playing around with it and just really seeing how powerful it is. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I just don't want it to replace people. I want it to grow with us versus replace us. And I hope that that is how it will work. Okay. Um, next question is been stuck for three years, but feel stuck. How to get unstuck? This is a question from I shop infinite beauty. Really good question. You know, I would ask myself, what is it about me that is holding me back? Normally, when we are stuck in a season of our lives, there is something about ourselves that is limiting us that we do not realize that is holding us back. Every time I felt stuck in my life, I had to work on something within. I had to change something about myself. I had to take ownership and accountability um, for me. There were times where I was a procrastinator. There were times where I thought things were so much easier than they actually were. Uh, The list goes on and on. And when it was time for me to really get in there and get in the trenches and get things done, it was not as easy as I thought it was. Okay. Um, I also had to make sure I was open to mentorship and feedback. 
I would never forget investing in my first mentor and spending five figures on that mentor and thinking I better get this return on investment. But it wasn't even about the money. It was me really checking myself and saying, am I willing to do what someone else is telling me to do? Right? Many of you all, you want the coaching, you want the mentorship, but you don't want the change. You don't want to be checked. You don't want to be stretched. You don't want to be any of those things. You want to stay in your content box and things aren't going to change for you until you get out of that contentment, right? Until you are open to feedback, right? Until you are willing to do some different things. These are the things that hold us back. Staying the same, not being open to the change, um, saying, hey, this is just how I am. I'm stuck in my ways. This is just what I know. And really not putting yourself in a position to step outside of that. So my advice to you is to take a deep, deep look within and figure out what is truly holding you back. What areas um, are you suffering? Is it personal development? Is it feedback? Is it lack of coachability? Uh, is it procrastination? Uh, is it not really you being consistent? Is it you putting things on the back burner and starting and stopping? Figure out what that is and then make that necessary change. If you're doing the same thing for three years, then there is no way that you can get unstuck. I say this all the time, but it's like literally a hamster on a Ferris wheel. You're going in a circle and a circle and a circle and a circle and you're not going anywhere. So you got to make some changes. Get off that Ferris wheel and go in a different direction. This question, um, confidential, but can you speak on growing from girl to woman and how to handle one's business mature mindset? You know, not too long ago, I was sitting at home and I was thinking about the growth and I often reflect on who I used to be and the woman that I am becoming. I think that I'm in a self-discovery season. Anybody else there? Um, I am 100% in a self-discovery season and the younger me missed out on so much because of my inability to listen. Let me say that. I wanted to speak so quickly before listening and truly processing things that were being said to me. I was so quick and ready to defend myself all the time based on childhood trauma, being a teen mom and people saying this and people saying that. And I was just ready to go into defense mode. And when I look at myself now maturing uh, as a woman, my peace is priority to me. And what's even most important is focusing on what is going to make me happy, um, doing things that I just truly enjoy, right? Um, but what I will say to you is so much has changed with me about how I respond to things. And <laughs> I'll go a step further if I even respond at all. You get to a place and you're like, it's okay. Like, you're right. You know, it's okay. It's no big deal. I think that as I'm getting older, I'm allowing things to simply roll off my shoulders. I'm forgiving a lot of people. Just practicing that reconciliation that is at the top of my list. I'm letting people know that this bothered me or this hurt me, being more open to communication versus when I was young, like bottling things in, not telling people that they hurt my feelings, not being able to express the hurt and the pain because of the pride. I'm so past that now. And I'm, I'm in a very different space where I want to communicate. I, it is at the top of my list and we're going to talk about everything, the good the bad, and the ugly, okay? This question is from She Is So Well. 
This question is saying, you know, it's starting a new business. What would be the first thing you do? This is a good one. Well, let me tell you one of the first things I would do. The first thing that I would do is I would figure out what people actually want from me. And you all know that I I say this all the time, but there are so many people out there with clothes that are stacked up in their houses that no one purchased. Uh, There are so many people with handmade products that are still sitting in their living room table that no one bought. And it's not that the clothes weren't cute. It's not that the product wasn't a quality product. It's just that that is not what their audience wanted from them to begin with. So I would take some time to survey my audience. This is the first thing I would do to figure out what do these people want from me and why, okay? And then I will start creating that thing. I will start doing that thing. And so many people mistake this with being a rookie or not knowing what to do or appearing to be unsure, but that is not true. Successful people always interview their audiences to see what they want, to make sure they are giving them um, what they've been really wanting versus what they want to give them. So the first thing I would do is that, okay? The second thing I would do is before I start taking any money or sending any invoices, I would get my business set up the right way. And my mind is still blown sometimes when I meet entrepreneurs that have million dollar businesses, but they don't have accountants. They don't have bookkeepers. They haven't paid their taxes. Uh, We wanna make sure our businesses are set up the right way, okay? Not just any kind of way, but the right way. So I will start with those two things. And then lastly, I will focus on building an audience and building a community of people. And I would do this for quite some time before I just dived in and started selling, putting these offers out there. I would take the time to nurture my audience, see what most of them have in common as far as needs, and then provide a solution to them based on that, okay? This next question is really interesting. Um, This one is Amy Jacobs at Amy Jacobs on Instagram. Question is, Ronnie, if you only have money to manufacture one color of bedding for your brand, would you do that? I 100% would because I always suggest starting with one thing, one product, one color, that's it. And it makes it so easy because people can pre-sell that, you can get a taste of, is this what people actually want? So yes, my answer is manufacture that one color and run it up and then you come back with a second color, a third color, a fourth color, I would definitely do it 100%, okay? This next question is hilarious. Um, Why should you do meta verification blue check on your account? I think it is, you know, totally up to you. Um, My account personally has been verified since 2018. Even with it being verified, people still have 50 other accounts (laughs) with pictures of me, my kids selling Bitcoin, I mean, everything you can think of. I hope that maybe it helps people who are having multiple pages. Um, I don't know. You know, I think that there's a business side of this that is kind of happening. I would say that Facebook is making a lot of money because for so long, it made people feel like, you know, they were at a certain level from having it. And now, hey, you can buy that level, (laughs) right? Um, And then there's a security spin that is on this, right? Also, people were sick and tired of people creating these accounts and asking people for money and everything that you can think of. So I think that my answer to that is do what's best for you, okay? I think that we should do what is best for us, okay? Um, Next question is from Candy Smith Online. Shout out to Candy. She says, Ronnie, 
you know, not an expert in general, not building a business, but how can I still build a community online? You know, this is a really good question because we often think that we have to have a product or we have to have a service to build a business or a brand. And sometimes we don't even need to be at the point where we're selling anything. Sometimes we are still in the nurturing stages of our business where we are just growing that community. We're showing people who we are. We're showing people what we believe in, what we stand for, and why what we're doing is dear to our hearts, right? These are the types of things that grow community from an organic personal branding standpoint, personality, beliefs, stories, core values, right? People think that core values are only for your business. What are your values as an individual, right? Are we morally aligned, right? People want to know what you believe in, what you stand for. Put that out there. And this is when people will start to say, hey, you know, this person is similar to me or this person resonates with me, their story, their energy, it really resonates to me. And then they click that button, that follow button. They may send that email. Hopefully you have an opt-in or a text number that they can get into and bam, your community is growing from there, okay? This next question is, what is the morning routine or habits that you implement to set your day up for success? This is a great question. Um, Samira Isabella underscore. This is so important because for me, morning routine is everything. Everything, everything, everything. The first thing I do when I wake up is I just thank God for another day. Why? Because I know that there are some people who did not wake up that day. So I need to be grateful. You know, I need to get into this, this moment of gratitude. It's really important. The next thing I want to do when I get up is I want to put something light on my stomach. Um, I usually go with like fruit or a smoothie. And then from there, I want to work out. I have seen how my day goes when I get up in the morning and I'm exercising versus when I'm laying around, scrolling in the bed, chilling. When I'm getting up and I'm exercising, I am refueled. My body feels renewed. Um, I have a burst of energy. I feel super productive. These are the specific things that make a difference. I will say that my diet is one of the biggest. And when I say the biggest, my diet has made a difference in my mood in the mornings, uh, my ability and my willingness to go to the next level, to be even more productive, to do some additional things, to clear off my calendar for that day. But when I wake up, if I eat trash, if I lay in the bed and I'm just scrolling on social media, I'm not productive. You know, I'm really not being the, the woman that I want to be, right? And I will take it a step further. If I'm not listening to a podcast or an audio book, it just isn't right. If I jump on the phone and I'm listening to someone else's problems before I get right mentally, before I eat right, before I, you know, get my physical together, my day goes downhill from there. So those are some of the things that have changed my life as far as routine. Um, sometimes I, I, I journal as well, and that has allowed me to release and kind of dump my thoughts. So I would also suggest that too, all right? Next question is from Key Speaks Life. And this question is, what's, an appropriate way to ask an influencer if you can send in a kind gift, okay? Well, the first thing that I would say to that question is, are you just sending a gift? Is this really a gift? <laughs> because people say it's a gift, <laughs> but they want that promo, baby. They want that post, right? They, they're sending it because they want you to advertise it they want you to put it on your social media. They want that tag. And 
if they send it and they don't get that post and they don't get that tag, they are after you, okay? Did you get the package? Did you see it? Did you like it? What do you think? Just say you went, you want the post. So I would say that we have to be super clear on is this a gift from the heart and I want to send this to you and I don't want anything in return or is this a, I want some promo. All right, I'm going to act like this is a gift, but if you don't post this, I'm going to tell everyone you are the worst human being ever, okay? That's not a gift, that's manipulation. So I want to I want to start there, okay? Let's get clear. If you're sending as, as a gift, you can just honestly say, hey, I would love to send you something. This is not something that I'm asking you to post for promo. I'm not looking for a free shout out. It's nothing like that. Okay, I want to clear, put that out there before. I love your energy. I love your content. I would just love to send this to you. Do you have a PO box that I can send this to? All right. Now, one big mistake that I see happen often is asking people for their address. All right. Make sure you say, do you have a P.O. box that I can send this to? Because when you start asking people, like, hey, send me your address. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. OK, people don't want to give out that type of information. We are in crazy times. Uh, I would say, hey, I love your energy. I love your content. I do not expect a shout out or a post in any kind of way. I genuinely just want to send you something. Let me know if that's okay. If it is, could you send me over a PO box and I would just love to get it sent out. And if they really love it, if they enjoy it, then hey, they'll do it. But what I see happen often is people act like they want to send you a gift but it's really not a gift. They want promo. And let me just say this, there is nothing wrong with wanting promo. Promo is a real thing. There is promo, okay? There's advertisements, there pay, there's paid promo. Don't be afraid to say you want promo. And here's another way that you can ask that question. Hey, I'm looking for you know some promo. I would love for you to share this with your audience. Send me over your rates. I love your content. I love your energy. I believe that you would be the perfect person, you know, to represent my brand, my product, or my service. Let me know the pricing for that. I 100% feel like you are the right person. It's easy. And they'll come back and say, hey, sure, I could do some promo. Here's my rate. It's simple. You know, sometimes we make things so much harder than they have to be. And for me, I'm a very cut to the chase kind of person, right? Just tell me what you want. Let's get down to business. If, we want, if we're gonna do business, let's do business. Let's not, you know, tiptoe around the ask. Let's get to the ask. You don't gotta take me out to lunch. You don't gotta, you know, over compliment me and put a hundred, you know, nice things under my photos. Just let me know what you want. And I think for me, I've just gotten to a point where I know that everyone's trying to grow their business. It's nothing wrong with that, right? Hey, if you're watching this video right now and you want some paid promo, listen, we offer paid promo. <laughs> we do promo for the Girl CEO Shop, right? Email media at girlceoinc.com, subject line, paid promo. It's nothing wrong with paid promo. If you are building a business, you are going to have to invest in advertising to grow your brand. But if you want to send people gifts, then send out your gifts. Just know that gifts don't always equal a return on investment. Okay. Let me say that again. Just know that gifts don't always equal a return on investment. But if you have that paid promo in place with the contract, then you just never know, right? They put that in front of 100,000 people, it can change your business for the better, all right? I hope you all enjoyed this segment of Real Talk with Ronnie B. Thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this with a friend, 
and I'll see you guys on the inside. Have a great day. Bye. It's the girl CEO show. Run it up. Always on the grind. You already know what's up. Everything from dating to life in the business. Covering it all like a boss. Come and get this. It's the girl CEO show. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.